You'll never have the confidence you want until you find the courage to take the first step. Good morning, competitor. Jake here. Welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast, episode 701. And today has been inspired by a handful of conversations I've had over the last week with some of my coaching students around this idea of imposter syndrome and confidence. Anytime we're starting something new, we're going to feel uncomfortable. Anytime we're breaking into a new industry, we're stepping into a new role at work, we're trying something we've never done before, whether that's in our career, whether that's launching a side hustle, whether that's going into a gym for a class you've never done before. There's all sorts of that discomfort feeling there that I don't know if I belong, I don't know if I can do this. All of the things that fester in our mind that are not wrong, they're not bad, they're not negatives. What they are are signals. Signals that you're preparing to do something you've never done before. But a lot of times we don't look at it as a signal. We look at it as a negative. We begin to equate it to this idea of imposter syndrome that because we feel uncomfortable, because maybe we don't have the confidence in what we're doing, that we don't belong. That someone's going to come in and ask us to leave. That we're automatically going to fail. It's like if we're a speaker and we launch into a new industry where we're relatively unknown, we're going to assume going into it, well, maybe they're not going to trust me because I don't have the reputation or I don't have the confidence here or I don't have the track record. Maybe if I go try this type of workout or I sign up for a triathlon or I go into a CrossFit gym when I've never done anything like that, that after a class, they're going to ask me to leave because I just don't have what it takes. And, and we create these vastly negative images and scenarios in our head that are so detached from reality. We know our brain loves to go so negative so quickly. It's designed to protect us, to protect our ego. And so our ego only wants to do things we're really good at and we're really comfortable with. The problem is we have goals that oftentimes are outside of our comfort zone. They're moving toward a better future. We want a better career position. We want to make more money. We want to be physically fitter. We have all these things we want to do that are better than where we are now. And in order to get to better, it means we have to expand our comfort zone and go on a journey to places we've never gone before, which is uncomfortable. And so understanding it's a natural part of the process. The second piece is the confidence piece. And the reason I started the show talking about you can't get the confidence you want until you have the courage to get started is I love the idea Alex Hermosi shared that confidence is having an undeniable stack of evidence that you are who you say you are, that you can do the thing you said you want to do. But we can't get the evidence, we can't create it until we start doing the work that builds that case, that builds that evidence. And in order to do the work, that means we have to have the courage to do something we're uncomfortable doing. We have to have the courage to start something that we might fail. We have to have the courage to take an attempt, to take a shot, to bet on ourselves and do something sloppy, poorly, horribly, because it's our first time doing something in order to go through the process and say, hey, what did I do really well in that first attempt and what do I want to do better next time? And if every time you step into that gym, you stand up and present in front of your company, you go compete in that local 5K or Olympic try, you step up and give a keynote speech at a conference to a new industry, every time you do one of those things that's outside of your comfort zone, that's new for you, if you take the time afterwards to quickly reflect and say, what did I do well today? 
Build your confidence because regardless of how great or even how poorly it goes, you've done something well, even if it's, hey, I was prepared for it, but sometimes I didn't transition that preparation to my performance, or I was really prepared, but I said a lot of ums, or I was really prepared, but I came out of the gate way too fast. What we want to do is build the confidence in the thing we've done well. And so we write it down because oftentimes we're going to forget it. And so we need that physical evidence written down of what we did well. And here's the best part. Then we're going to reflect on what we want to do better. Not what we sucked at, not what we failed at, not what we're horrible at. None of those words, what we want to do better. Because what this does is fixate our focus, not on the negative, but on the room for improvement. Not on what we think we failed at, but where we want to grow and get better. And if you do this, every time you have that experience, that talk, that workout, that opportunity of discomfort to reflect back and just say, hey, what did I do really well in this moment and what do I want to do better next time? Then over time, you're going to start to accumulate the evidence you need. You're going to start to get better at the thing you weren't good at to begin with. And whenever those voices pop in, that imposter syndrome shows up, those doubts creep in your ear, you suddenly have an evidence stack of paper, of a journal, of written in your phone, in your notes, or Evernote, or wherever, that says, I showed up and did the thing. And here's where every single time I got better at it. Therefore, it quiets the voice because now you have confidence that you are who you say you are, that you can do the thing you said you want to do. But you can't do that unless you're finding opportunities to expand your comfort zone, to grow, and then understanding that the discomfort is not a bad thing, it's a signal. And when you lean into that signal and you choose to be courageous in that moment to do the thing, do the thing and then reflect back and say, what did I do well and where do I want to get better? You build the evidence you need to build the confidence. But it always starts with courage. There is no fearlessness. There is no, hey, one day when I'm more confident, one day when I'm good at it, one day I'm ready at it. You don't just suddenly wake up ready, suddenly wake up confident, suddenly wake up fearless. You do the thing when you're scared to death, when you're uncomfortable, when you're afraid you might fail, and you do it a little bit better the next time, and then a little bit better the time after that, and a little bit better the time after that, and over time, that fear and those voices and those doubts inside get a little bit quieter as your courage and your confidence gets a little bit bigger. The thing you want, the life you desire, the goal you're trying to achieve is on the other side of not just fear, but discomfort. And understand that discomfort is a signal in the right direction to growth. So reframe how you see it. Choose to be courageous today. Take that step toward what you want to be more confident in, knowing the only way you're going to build that confidence is by getting the reps and recording the evidence so that you can reflect back on it. That's what it's going to take, competitor. So choose courage and go chase it. I'm cheering for you. Go win your day. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Everyday, get involved in our leadership cohort or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryday.com. I'll see you next episode.